Welcome back to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans, and this week, this month, we are reviewing the book The Innovator's Handbook, A Short Guide to Unleashing Your Creative Mindset by Hussein Hamosawi. Uh, if you have been following along this newsletter and podcast, you'll know that innovation is a favorite topic of mine and of what we do here. I have written and talked about it before in several other newsletters and podcasts. Um, what is innovation? I wrote about two years ago and we did a podcast on that, which was a really, really good one. And of course, I link it in this week's newsletter and you can go check that one out or scroll down wherever you are listening to listen to what is innovation. It was a really, really good one to go back to and revisit. And about two years ago from right now, which is crazy to think about how fast time goes by. Um, We've also reviewed several books about innovation, including The Myths of Innovation and How Innovation Works, which were two really good books as well that you will want to check out. And of course, I put the links for those in this week's newsletter. And if you haven't already subscribed, you should definitely go do that over at productthinking.cc and definitely follow us if you haven't started doing that yet, wherever you listen to your podcast. So obviously, we enjoy reading and writing about innovation and talking about it, partly because it is a complex topic and partly because it is so important to what so many of us are doing. We're attempting to create things that are new, better, and valuable. And of course, in my previous article and podcast, that's how I really define innovation. Innovation is creating something new, better, and valuable. Of course, there are lots of definitions of innovation that we can toss around, and that is the one that I use and I think is is pretty meaningful. With each of those parts being meaningful, uh, it is about creating, and it is about creating something that is new and better and valuable. So it's all of those different components, and they're each very, very important. So I was excited last year when Hussein let me know that he had written a book about innovation, of course, The Innovator's Handbook, drawing on his experience and the experience of others to draw lessons on innovation and creation. And uh, we eventually set up a discussion and talked more about it, and I'll talk more about that in a second. But the book is a guide based on Hussein's experience that aims to help individuals and organizations foster innovation and create successful new products, services, and business models. And, of course, it's structured around key principles and strategies that are essential for driving innovation. So Hussein and I had the opportunity to sit down and chat earlier this year about his book, as well as some key points that he makes. You know, It was a wide-ranging conversation exploring the necessity of experimentation, iteration, brainstorming without constraints, along with some thoughtful discussions on biomimicry, diversity, and first principles. So it was really, really enjoyable. And that episode, even though we recorded it earlier this year, came out uh, just very, very recently. Uh, So you'll definitely want to check that out over on my other podcast, Product by Design. Uh, And it was a great conversation. So I, of course, I link that in this week's newsletter. You can check that out or just bop on over to Product by Design and follow us there, follow me there. We're doing lots of interviews and discussions with creators and innovators in the industry. So you'll want to check out that whole discussion. But let's talk about a few key points from the book that I thought were really interesting and from the discussion that uh, Hussein and I had. 
so some key ideas. First off, cultivating curiosity. In the book, cultivating curiosity is a cornerstone of fostering an innovation mindset. So Hussein argues that curiosity drives individuals and organizations to ask questions, explore new possibilities, and challenge the status quo. Uh, this open-mindedness and willingness to seek new knowledge and experiences is really essential for driving innovation. In the book and on the podcast, we discuss the importance of curiosity. Hussein discussed Leonardo da Vinci and how he kept a notebook with questions that came to his mind, like, what does the tongue of a woodpecker look like? Da Vinci was constantly curious about everything, which really led him to some incredible inventions and creations. And unfortunately, it's easy to lose our creative curiosity. Hussein mentions this in the book, and we discussed it as well. And when we're kids, we're curious about everything. But as we grow, we stop asking questions and lose our sense of wonder. You know, I notice with my kids, uh, for example, they constantly question everything and everything around them to the point where you know, they're asking me questions uh, until it gets to the point where I just have to almost admit defeat on things that I just don't know. And I think that's amazing. I encourage that extensively because I think asking those types of questions is, is perfect. It's the way that you learn. It's the way that you can stay creative and stay engaged in the, the world around you. So what can we do in order to continue to have that kind of curiosity? Uh, in the Innovator's Handbook, uh, there are a number of suggestions throughout the entire book. So first off is encouraging questioning. Uh, we should create an environment where asking questions is valued and rewarded. This helps to challenge existing assumptions, identify opportunities, and really stimulate creative thinking. We should also embrace diverse perspectives. We should engage with people from different backgrounds, with different expertise, to gain a broader understanding of the world and identify novel insights. Uh, in the book, Hussein discusses the Medici effect, which I, I really liked. The idea of bringing diverse people together for a better culture and better outcomes. Uh, next up, we really need to foster continuous learning. Um, in ourselves and in our uh, organizations, in our teams. We should encourage ongoing professional development and learning, both within and outside of our areas of expertise. This helps us stay informed about emerging trends and technologies and develop a broader knowledge base. And finally, promoting exploration. We should really encourage experimenting with new tools, ideas, techniques, even if the outcome is uncertain. This willingness to explore and take risks can lead to breakthrough innovations. We discussed this on the podcast a little bit about the idea of you know, going to, I think Hussein mentioned uh, going to you know, like a, an open market or something like that and buying a whole bunch of different uh, things, materials and things like that, and then using those to create shoes and really coming up with some very, very interesting and out-of-the-box designs using a variety of different materials that you wouldn't normally use. So this kind of exploration that leads us to really take risks and potentially come up with some breakthroughs, potentially come up with a lot of things that don't work, but with the purpose of potentially coming up with some things that really do work or could lead us to things that work, which I think is great. So that's the first thing, is really cultivating curiosity. Next up, we need to learn to fail. 
The book emphasizes the importance of embracing failure as a natural part of innovation. And I, I think that that is exactly right. Learning from failure is crucial for growth and continuous improvement. Hussein argues that organizations and individuals should not fear failure, but view it as an opportunity to learn, iterate, and refine ideas. We discussed this on the podcast as well. It's not easy to fail. It's easy to talk about it. It's easy to talk about embracing failure, but it's so much harder to actually fail and embrace failure. None of us wants that. None of us wants to fail. So when it happens, it's incredibly difficult. The story of uh, James Dyson, the inventor of the Dyson vacuum cleaner, among with many other things, serves as a great example of embracing failure. You know, Dyson famously went through 5,126 prototypes before perfecting his backless vacuum cleaner. So instead of becoming discouraged by the setbacks, Dyson viewed each failure as a learning opportunity that brought him closer to his goal. And Dyson's perseverance and willingness to learn from failure eventually paid off as his innovative vacuum cleaner design became a massive success and revolutionized the industry. So what can we do? So first off, expect failure. The, the book highlights that failure is inevitable as part of the innovation process. Not all ideas and experiments will succeed. That's why they're experiments. Accepting this can really help us mitigate our fear of failure. And then we need to learn from failure. When it happens, it's essential to analyze what went wrong, identify the lessons, apply those insights. And this continuous learning process really helps drive improvement and growth. And finally, we need to create cultures that support failure. Organizations should foster cultures that encourage experimentation and risk-taking, where employees, where everybody feels comfortable sharing failures and learning from them. And I think that that is such an important part because we talk about it so much, but do we really live it? You know, when there is a failure, is that something that as an organization, as a team, uh, do we have lots of problems with it? You know, does everybody go into panic mode when something goes wrong? Or do we look at that as this is fine and we're going to learn from it and we'll become better because of it? Because that is really, in my mind, in my experience, the true test of whether we have a culture that supports failure and embraces failure. We can talk all we want about it, but it's how we act when it happens that really determines what our culture is like. So finally, challenge your thinking, which is, of course, a favorite topic of this newsletter and podcast challenging our thinking. So in the Innovator's Handbook, it emphasizes the importance of challenging one's thinking as a crucial part of the innovation process. This involves questioning assumptions, reevaluating existing beliefs, and being open to new perspectives, all things that we talk about all the time on this podcast and topics that I absolutely love. The story of Kodak serves as a great example of this and is probably one that most of us are familiar with. Kodak was once the dominant player in the photography industry, but failed to adapt to the rapid rise of digital photography, despite having invented the first digital camera in 1975. Kodak was unable to shift his thinking and remained heavily invested in the traditional film business, which is just mind blowing, right? You know, the company's inability to challenge its assumptions about the future of photography and adapt to the challenging to the changing market ultimately led to its decline, uh, which is so sad because Kodak was uh, was great, and I think 
all of us who love photography have a real appreciation for Kodak. Um, so what can we do? How can we challenge our thinking? So first up, question assumptions. We need to avoid taking things for granted and be willing to question the underlying assumptions behind existing ideas, practices, and beliefs. This can reveal our blind spots and really open up new possibilities for innovation. We need to seek diverse perspectives. This goes back to the point that we were discussing uh, before. We can engage with people who have different backgrounds, expertise, and viewpoints. This can help challenge our own thinking and expose us to new ideas and perspectives, stimulating our creativity and innovation. Uh, We need to embrace the cognitive dissonance, which is an interesting one. Being willing to hold conflicting ideas ideas and opinions and be willing to reevaluate our own beliefs when presented with new information. Having this mental flexibility enables growth and adaptation. So I I think that that is a really interesting one. And then finally, uh, use critical thinking tools. We need to uh, apply tools and techniques that encourage critical thinking. And the book goes through a number of those as well as exercises, uh, especially towards the end that we can use, which are really helpful. So the Innovator's Handbook provides a range of practical tools and strategies and insights for anyone involved in the innovation process. It's a fun read and a well-designed book. If you get your hands on it, it is square-shaped, colorful, reminds me very much of a sticky note pad, which I absolutely love. So it's a good one to add to our growing list of books about innovation. And that is this week's uh, podcast and newsletter and this month's book review on the Innovator's Handbook. So of course, you can check out all of the links in the show notes, and you will definitely want to follow this podcast for continuing updates each week. Go subscribe to our newsletter as well if you haven't done that already. Free newsletter. Or you can support me, support this podcast, support the newsletter by upgrading to the paid version. You get some additional content and support what I am doing with uh, all of this content as well. Of course, you can follow us on social media at Kyle Larry Evans. That is me on TikTok and Twitter. And you can follow the podcast as well at Product Thinking, just one T in the middle. That's on Twitter and TikTok as well. So until next time, keep questioning all those assumptions and we will see you then.